Hello everyone, my name is Dona Peppo and this is another episode of Colorful Creatives. This is another solo double episode because I've chosen now to do a format where I do one solo episode and one interview every month. I have like a kind of a cough, so I might sound a bit different, but it's still me. So today I thought I could discuss the art of self-love and self-care and my experience as I do so in this in these solo dolo episodes. So for some reason yesterday I took a little trip I- <laughs> too fast. For some reason yesterday I took a little trip down memory lane and was analyzing how much I have grown as a person. Some time ago I was in a relationship. And I said relationship with the heaviest air quotes because that relationship didn't have the core values of a relationship. There was no trust. There was no mental, emotional support. There was no communication. We were just two people eating together and maybe taking walks together and just feeling each other's loneliness. That's it. We weren't mean to each other, but we didn't go out of our way to be nice to each other either. We just, you know, existed together. I guess we stuck around with each other for as long as we did because it was familiar and, you know, human beings, we hate change. We're already used to something, so why let it go, (laughs) you know? But that simply is not who I am. That is not me. I love love. I love relationships. I'm corny, I'm cute, I like doing things together, I like going bowling, I like serenades, I like cooking together, listening to music together, discussing stories of our childhood, discussing our aspirations, our goals, and how we want to achieve them, and how we will support each other to achieve them. That is me, and truly my exes, y'all can testify, (laughs) like that is who I am, I'm corny, I'm cute. So this is not me, but I had settled for this subpar relationship because I had done something really mean to someone really close to me and I hadn't forgiven myself. I hated myself and essentially lacked self-love. So I assumed that this pathetic excuse of relationship was what I deserved, which was not true. Let's take it back a bit. What is self-love? According to Google, Google's our best friend, according to Google, self-love is a, is is regard for one's own well-being and happiness. So continue with the story. This situationship, I say situationship because I refuse to keep calling that trash a relationship. This situationship continued to grow more toxic and more rubbish by the day until one day when, you know, things weren't really bad. He cheated on me. He, I'm rushing, he cheated on me. And when I yelled at him, he yelled back at me. (laughs) The day I knew I had no self-love whatsoever was when I considered brushing it off and continuing continuing this situationship. Until the next day, my friend calls me up. Hey girl, hey girl. This nigga, she she, she complained to me about how this nigga was doing her dirty. And I I was rolling up my sleeves. I was ready to fight. so I said, boy, give me his address. I just want to talk. <laughs> I was ready to, you know, bust some... I was ready to risk jail for my homegirl because nobody's treating my friend like that. Not under my watch. That's when it clicked. You know, why was I so, you know, bothered about someone treating my friend badly, but I didn't care about how badly someone was treating me. 
I won't let someone treat my friend poorly because I loved her. But I would let someone treat me poorly because I didn't love myself. That's when, like, you know, self-realization. That's when it hit me. (laughs) So I immediately set out on a self-love journey. I say journey because it wasn't really a journey, but whatever. I started meditating. I took five months off to myself. I wasn't talking to anyone in like in a romantic way. So basically, I was talking to my friends and my male friends, my female friends, my mom, my dad, my, my everyone. But once someone tried to like come to me and be like, "Oh hey, I wanna date you. Oh can I get your number? Oh you're so pretty. Can I get to know you?" I said, "No thanks." So I took five months of solitude, just no you know communication with someone who was interested with me. So when I was finally ready to re-enter the dating pool, after I thought, yeah, I took five months off. I love myself now, I'm happy. Everything is Gucci. I went on a date. It was nice. Day number two, Gucci Mane. Day number three, Superb. Day number four, that's when the demon in him started to expose himself. <laughs> I'm trying to keep Beatles to a minimum. Because I respect people's privacy, even after they've done me dirty. But he displayed some character that let me spot the F-boy in him real quick. And then I stood there shook. I was still attracted to the same F-boy type, even after I thought I no longer lacked self-love. Thought is the key word here. I really did believe, I really did think that I no longer lacked self-love. But why was I still attracted to the same kind of rubbish? That, that I was attracted to before when I knew I didn't have self-love. If you love yourself, you wouldn't be attracted to what will hurt you. So I thought date number one was good. I thought date number two was, you know, Gucci Mane. I thought date number three was superb. But looking back, the red flags were staring me right in the face. But again, I had ignored them because I still didn't love myself enough to realize that this is not what I deserved. To... Um, I had allowed this person to say disgusting things on date number one, crack inappropriate jokes on date number two, say this, that, and the third, date number three, and I was surprised when he acted a fool on date number four. I'm never saying blame the victim, but as Raina Biddy said, take responsibility for the way you've allowed people to mistreat you and promise yourself to never let it happen again. I thought I had taken steps of self-love and self-care, but all I had done was build up a wall. I had run from the problem. I hid in my five months of solitude so that I wouldn't be hurt again because I was scared. I had tricked myself into thinking that just because I was meditating, just because I was alone, that I was addressing the issues and I was getting better and that was a lie. I had just I had just run. I had actually faced it. Self-love and self-care is really complex and people, you know, find their ways differently. But there's like, you know, the first five steps, which I'm going to give to you at the end of the podcast. Um, But self-love is essentially about being good to yourself and choosing yourself always. For me in particular, I took uh, one of the steps that was really important to me was um, boundaries. I took down my wall of hiding in my solitude for five months and instead created boundaries. Being good to myself strongly included being in an environment or friendship or relationship where I believed I could thrive and feel safe. I had to unlearn what I had deemed as acceptable treatment to myself. 
If a boy had cracked an inappropriate joke in the past, I didn't feel safe, but I didn't check him or leave either. Today, that same shit don't fly, baby. If you say the wrong things, I would check you, your mama, your papa, everyone on the spot. <laughs> That's if I'm, you know, if I'm heated. If I'm not, I'll probably just walk away. But still, like, you're not gonna get more of my time if you're gonna say sh- rubbish shit to me. Today, I have boundaries that I would not tolerate being crossed. And if you cross them, you're essentially, te- you're essentially telling me that I don't care about whatever it is that makes you feel safe, that makes you feel you can thrive. And so, essentially, you gotta get out of my life. You have to exit my life. It's a rocky, baby. You, you cannot stay here. This, there's no room for you to, 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 to not respect my boundaries and to remain. I have a friend, Sharon. She has boundaries several but she's a particular boundary she does not like disorganization so if you stepped into her room if you took a pen from a place that it was that she had placed it and you and you must put that pen back where she placed it where you picked it from and i would crack the most jokes and take the piss saying things like ah, is it because of pen placement you want to fight don't cry it's not that serious boo but uh, yeah, I, I, I would crack all these jokes and make it look like her boundaries were unreasonable. But later on, I realized it's not for sure. She does this in order to thrive, in order to feel comfortable, in order to feel safe. It may seem ridiculous to me, who doesn't care for much, who doesn't care much for organization. I'm not messy, messy, but like, I don't mind you throwing things here and there a little bit but it's important to her and I have to respect it. I also realized that back when I used to crack jokes at her boundaries, I didn't have any boundaries myself. I let anyone treat me anyhow. I let anyone treat my space anyhow. And I was Gucci, baby. I was fine. So I didn't understand someone telling me, no, don't treat my space like this. I do not like it. I say all that to say this, that if someone laughs at your boundaries, they probably don't have any of their own. And if you want to kick someone out of your life for not respecting your boundaries, you absolutely can. Lucky for me, Sharon is a patient human being. So she didn't kick me out of her life until I realized shit for myself and then she was like, oh, now you get it. And another thing I took super seriously was I stopped seeing endings as a bad thing. Self-love is being good to yourself in all relationships. I was the type of person to hold on to a friendship even way after things got sour because I was afraid of seeing things end. The fear of closing one door without knowing if another would open is something I I was incredibly scared of. Because of how much self-love I lacked in friendship <clears throat> Because of how much self-love I lacked in friendships I would see myself as a burden and almost be thankful that someone was willing to be friends with me even if the friendship was really shitty and terrible. I had to learn to stop giving people more credit than they that cackle my tongue. I had to learn to stop giving people more credit than they deserved. I, I it wasn't just me lucky to have you as a friend. Do you understand? Like we were lucky to have each other. And if I'm the only one realizing that I'm lucky to have you and you're not realizing that you're lucky to have me, then maybe you maybe you don't deserve me. There's a poem by Ruby Carhurt 
Carl, I can't pronounce her name. I, Lord forgive me. I'm about to butcher this woman's name, and I really respect her. Rupi K A U R, that I really love. Um, there's a poem by Rupi K A U R that I really love, and I don't know. I don't know it word for word, but it goes something along the lines of, "I gave you credit for my weight and my beauty, for simply recognizing." As if I didn't have these things before you came. As if these things will not remain after you've left. Was it not me who taught you how to love me? So I had to realize that I was all these things before I was friends with these people. And after they leave, I'd, be fr- I'd, I'd remain me. So if you didn't realize the value of having me as a friend, then maybe you just didn't deserve that friendship. And I learned to see endings as a good thing. I no longer, I no longer hold on to friendships that it's not reciprocal that the love is not reciprocated i just i end it i cut ties and i keep it pushing so story time is over and here are a list of cool self-love and self-care practices to help you on your journey i got some of these from mindbodygreen.com and i will link it in the description box below i also discussed how i apply some of these things to myself so first of all is to create a self-love ritual turn off the TV, unplug from social media for like, well I do 10 minutes but you can go more than that if you want to or less depending on you. I do that to get centered while I self pamper. I do this in the morning, I take 10 minutes out of my day to just breathe in, breathe out and to speak beautiful things to myself. Number two, build a precious community. Energy is contagious so it's good to surround yourself with people with positive energy i don't have many friends <laughs> i have like let's say when i say close i mean close friends i uh, let's say eight eight close people that i can actually like talk to about anything let me see one two three four yeah i'm gonna just say eight people and that eight my my mom my dad and my brother are included so let's just say five close friends <laughs> that i can talk to about anything and the reason why I do this is because I like my circles to be tight-knit. I don't want to have a bunch of people with, like... I like to keep a close-knit um, circle of friends. I don't want people with different kind of energies influencing me on my day. I'm not saying the people in my circle don't, you know, get sad once in a while. But I know where their hearts lie at the end of it all. They're not evil people. They're not, you know, um, people who plan evil for other people they're good people good positive people and that's the kind of people I want to surround myself with number three no more comparisons something that Francesca Medina hey Fran hey from heyfranhey.com said in her podcast called the friends which I'm a huge fan of is that if you're looking around you're not looking forward that thing hit me in my chest because I'm the kind of person who compares myself to everyone I'm like, oh, why does, not even like, why does she have this? I'm just like, oh, wow, so we're both working hard. We're both doing this, but she's way ahead of me. What's, what's, what's the secret? What's going on? But then I used to do this before. I mean, I try, I try to not do it now, even though once in a while I might slip up because, you know, comparison is kind of like a human default, jealousy and all of that. But I actively try to not do that anymore. If you're too concerned with what, Amaka is doing, what Darnell is doing, what Sophia is doing. You're not looking at what you're doing. So instead of looking around, just look forward and you're going to succeed. Look at your goal, run straight to it. Don't be looking around, don't be going different lanes, don't be swapping anything. Look straight and you get to it eventually. 
Number four is to create boundaries for yourself, which I have already discussed earlier in this podcast. Number five is to not shy, do not shy away from endings, which I have also discussed in this podcast. Number six is to explore something that you're good at. Find one thing that you're really good at and just keep doing it. As you continue, as you continue to see yourself succeeding and you know, excelling in this thing that you're doing, you can, it's gonna help build your self confidence and self love and self esteem and self whatever. So number seven is to explore your spirituality. Faith is the foundation for self love. No matter what you believe, believing in something opens up your soul to the beauty of beauty of belief and trust. It will build your intuition and help you make decisions based on your gut. When you explore your spirituality. It will also take you on a journey to learning things about yourself and those new thoughts, feelings, passions, and raw emotions will make you appreciate yourself for being authentically you. Personally, I believe in God, but I also believe in numerology, horoscopes, and all of that. Because I believe that I believe that they all belong to God. God God made everything. So yeah. But yeah. Um, what else yeah i think that's the end seven steps and i hope you guys you know take use it you know i hope it helps i hope this podcast was helpful we have come to the end once again i have a cough so i may sound a bit different but it's still me one thing i want to add is that um i advise i advertise free free promo for the month of august and i got a lot of emails thank you all for emailing in your amazing businesses but i've i've picked only um two for august and i I scanned through all of them and just chose the ones who i I, like i believe had the best quality but just the ones that i really i personally really 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 liked and so there's a company called demi or demi i'm not sure how she pronounces it it's d-e-double-d-e-m-double-i-e it's a clothing brand which currently has handmade crochet pieces so I, I went to the website and I saw a bunch of their products and they're so beautiful and I just really want to support them because I love people who put, who put effort into what they produce quality over quantity always so they ship to Canada Nigeria USA and the UK so if you're in any of these countries go get your nice crochet pieces but yeah it's a really really great website really really great clothes it looks like a trusted business the photography is proper lit and yeah the prices are not ridiculous in my opinion they look pretty it's pretty affordable for crochet actually because i know how hard and how long crocheting takes so i'm like there's some outfits for 25 dollars some for 30 dollars and some for 92 dollars so it starts from 25 dollars and it goes up from there but it's proper worth it and i hope you guys like it so um yeah that this brings us to the end of the show we're wrapping up um i'm sorry i had a cough nothing i could do about it but yeah for me right now what am i doing am i in a relationship am i single that is nobody's business but mine uh i'm gonna stay proper silent about whatever is going on until Wednesday, y'all just gonna see on instagram picture of my hand with a nice diamond ring caption is I said yes, save the date 2412 2020 something. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just I'm just doing me right now. Have it I hope everyone has, has an amazing um weekend because this would be Izu Air on Thursday, which is people most people listen on Friday and then Saturday and Sunday. And 
um i wish you a very great month because august just started so make the most of your month everyone bye